0: Fine, you no worry. No oh, worry. No. Yeah, have some dog.
1: Today is March 22nd, 2020, and you're listening to episode 31 of Man Child and the Old Guy. He's the Man Child, a bearded 20-something, and I'm the old guy, a Cynical Gen Xer. This is your intergenerational podcast. Where we discuss pop culture, faith, politics, and whatever we find interesting. Broadcasting from the basement, because that's where mom lets us. I'm the old
0: guy. And I'm the man-child. Welcome to our stream of consciousness. Welcome, my dudes. Yeah. So,
1: two weeks ago, we had episode 30. Yep. And it was right before you got married. Yes, sir. And now we're episode 31.
0: And I've been married for one week.
1: One week? a yeah. Actually, just maybe one week and two hours.
0: Yeah. Well, right? one week and a day. Because so we got married oh, on a Saturday. Oh, yeah. That's
1: today's Sunday.
0: I was just going to round it up to a week. We didn't have to tell them. So... As long as you
1: remember your anniversary, doesn't matter. Because it's Pi Day. You can't forget it. Yeah.
0: Why do you think I did it? No, I don't know. <laughs> we I we wanted to do it like end of March. Then one of us wanted to do the beginning of the March. And then uh, Mother said why don't you just do March 14th? And we said, okay, that works. Yeah. So we did that. And, uh, boy, did that work out for us?
1: Yeah. You missed the pandemic. Well, at least the leading edge of the lockdown.
0: Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> the whole world is just kind of felt like against us in the wedding playing process. The girl child will tell you that I had nothing to do with it. I would argue that I had a lot to do with it. I just didn't make a lot of the decisions, um, <laughs> <laughs>
1: but that's okay. Yeah. And that's okay. It's I'm, her wedding, not okay. yours. You just yeah. need to be there.
0: Yeah. That's, that was the main part. Um, I needed to write some vows too. So, um, anyways, so we were planning and people were like, oh, it's happening too soon. You need to put it out farther. Thank goodness. We decided. well, this is the wedding date. We're just going to go with it. We're not changing it for anyone else because, uh, we got married in Kansas city, Missouri. And we got married that night. The governor had made a comment about how they're going to make it so uh, you can't have groups larger than 50, which had basically hit our wedding pretty hard. Yeah. And then Sunday morning the next day, they he said that no more than 10 people. Um. So we had our wedding reception, everything as soon as possible. Yeah. Just Just in the nick of time. And when
1: I went to buy stuff at Sam's Club for your rehearsal dinner, it was a madhouse.
0: Yeah, we both went there. And I had to run across the parking lot to get a cart. All the carts were gone. Yeah. Carts um,
1: were all inside the store. There was none. Carts were with customers inside the store. Yeah. There was none in their little hoppers. And even in the parking lot, there was barely any.
0: There's one. I saw one put it away. I saw a couple other people get out of their cars from like 100 feet away and kind of look at it. And I was across the parking lot. I'm like,
1: <laughs> and you're not the only one running for the cart.
0: No, there's other people. <laughs> I got to it. I grabbed it and I went. Yeah,
1: people are bet crap crazy.
0: Yeah, over nothing. The coronavirus is going to make you cough and wheeze and sneeze.
1: Well, if you're younger,
0: in general, it's going to do that. It, well, it, there, it,
1: it's, there's two strains. There's an L strain and an S strain. The S strain is lighter, but if you get the L strain, even people your age, twenty somethings, that's a very high mortality rate, somewhere between thirty and forty percent. If you're over sixty and you get the L strain, the mortality rate goes way over 50%. But if you get the S strain, some people don't even have symptoms.
0: Yeah, you just kind of get sick. You have the little sniffles.
1: Which goes to one of the conspiracy theories out there that regardless of what you think COVID is and where it came from, that the L strain is the potent version. The S strain is what you give people to get inoculated to the L strain. So if you subscribe to the conspiracy theory that this is some kind of bioweapon because the L strain kills people of all age groups at a very high rate and makes them and actually long-term, it sounds like young people who get the L strain have decreased lung capacity Mm -hmm. after recovering from it. So all that to say that they think that the people, when we saw the folks in Wuhan, uh in hazmat suits spraying stuff everywhere that potentially they were spraying the s strain everywhere to inoculate everybody to make them a little bit sick so that when the l strain came because now we're seeing that there's no new cases in wuhan but
0: then again they're also huge barrel sites i I, it's also
1: china they lie all the time
0: your mic's a little hot you know for the ears for the for the ears are you hot. very sensitive today well I'm, I'm just saying you're like in your mic and it's just like really loud in my ears i'll
1: turn it down you now that you're married you're very sensitive
0: i'm i'm not sensitive <laughs> i'm just saying okay for for china here's the thing you have videos of people welding doors shut um i have my own thing about where i think covid came from
1: and what um, were well, you gonna share that with
0: us yeah, I'll go right into it. So, um, for the past two years in the Trump administration, they've been pulling a lot of scientists out of universities in the U.S. That yeah. are Chinese nationals.
1: And we're stealing.
0: Yes, we're stealing information. They are also um, imprisoning and getting a lot of people uh, their medical license, all that kind of stuff removed and in trouble. Um, getting their, their, their just desserts for being an American's that sign up for, like, Harvard University. But what they end up doing is... Uh, or w- when when you sign up for Harvard University to do a research, or you're working in a lab, you sign a like non-disclosure, mm-hmm. and you sign all this paperwork. And especially if it's um, like a subdivision of something for like the DOJ, the Department of J- Defense or Justice, uh, Department DOD. Sorry, Department it would not of be de- DOJ? Yeah yeah, 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 If the de- Justice Department's trying I, to kill oh us. Gosh, I made it up. Okay, uh, a <laughs> DOD, the Department of Defense. Um, you know they you do labs research for them. You have to sign really specific things. They pay you a lot of money to do those jobs, and that's it. Well, what they found with a lot of the people they were uh, digging stuff onto is they also signed something with China where they pay like them like twice the amount they're making, even from the Americans, Mm -hmm. to copy all their files and just send it over an email back to China. They've been breaking that up for about two years. So you
1: think this is an email virus? Oh
0: no! Stupid. Uh, Don't bump. <laughs> um no but all those those scientists everything in general um they have been from the Wuhan area where there's a lot of uh medical tests well, done some of them were
1: Americans that were just bribed
0: w- Right I just said that though
1: Oh okay I'm not... I- I'm
0: talking about the Chinese Okay you're talking about... They're like their station their research and mm-hmm. everything's done in Wuhan Mhm um, so I think a lot of it's being done to figure out diseases and things that will work to take out the American economy or whatever, take out the Americans. It's done in Wuhan, and but then in, in what? Can I
1: throw a little monkey wrench in that? What? I mean, if it wasn't for American consumption of products, China would not. But exist. they don't want, dude. They don't care.
0: They don't care. They Do you don't think want.
1: They felt like they've got to some kind of sus- sustainable ecosystem It's over freaking
0: China. They're more they're communist. Right. All they want to do is make Move America. The they want to make America the next China. So where it it becomes this red state where there's a bunch of people working, great, build a bunch of factories and send crap over. All day. Great. But that's what they want to do. It's not a monkey wrench, you're just okay. narrow minded. <laughs> uh, you're go to they go to Wuhan they do all this testing. Now the no agenda show and a couple other people have talked about this where there's a l- big live meats market. Yeah, it's called Wuhan. A wet market and, and wet there's market. multiple of them all yeah.
1: over cuz they've also tracked back the last few large diseases like, like SARS, SARS and stuff uh back to these wet markets. People eating rats and bats and snakes and
0: well, yeah, they'll have dogs, cats, all that kind of stuff, yeah. right there, you just can in eat a kennel. Anything there. Yeah, you can say, "Hey, I want that dog." Okay, what well, part? What well, I wanted? I want all of it, but its head. Great, chop its head off and just give it to you, and the blood just runs off the counters into these special gutters. So the theory is, is that because all the scientists and everything, they were nationalists from China, were in Wuhan, that it was at a medical facility, which is documented that this kind of stuff happens, mm-hmm. where the poor little, you know, unpaid interns or whatever are working there. Uh, want to make some money. So what they do is all the animals that don't die in lab tests, they take they take to the wet market and then just sell them. That's cheap meat. Yeah. So tastes like chicken. Yeah. So the thing's bat. And then you, you can kind of mix that with another theory, which is where uh COVID came from bats, people eating bats. So you could say that they were yeah, testing remember, bats. I
1: don't remember what doctors said, but they noted that Bats are like a repository for all kinds of viruses mm-hmm. that often mutate from animals to humans Yeah, or make so, the jump between animal and human.
0: So we could make the assumption that it came from bats because that's what they're testing on. Now, the bats that didn't die of COVID, they took to the wet markets- and people started buying them and eating them, and it spread very rapidly. Mm-hmm. China got a hold of it, so what they started doing was just locking down everything possible. Now, even at Best Buy, just la- uh, two weeks ago, I met a kid that said, hey, yeah, um, I need to get a computer. I'm going back to classes soon. This is before lockdown. I was like, oh, okay, well, um, are you just starting college? She's like, oh, well, I was in quarantine for two weeks. And I kind of looked at him, took a step back. She's so like, well, what's going on? <laughs> he said, well, I went to China. Um, But they said I didn't test positive. They so,
1: said I didn't test positive. Yeah. That doesn't mean you're not a carrier.
0: Right. So <laughs> I haven't been getting the sniffles lately. Um, you How's have your... these people that are just coming in and out of the country for China, uh, Chinese coming into America. Mm-hmm. Um, it's fair to cu- call it the Kung Flu. It's fair to call it the, Wong, the, <laughs> the Wuhan I Flu. I think it's
1: fair to call it the Kung
0: Flu. Yeah, I think it is. The Kung <laughs> Flu, the Wuhan Flu, I, the Chinese the, virus, the, the COVID-19, China, the, the, the coronavirus.
1: Fi- yeah, I'm fine calling it the China virus because it came from China.
0: Well, yeah, that's. I had a discussion with one of my coworkers about the reason we call it the, it's not the 1918 influenza pandemic. It's the Spanish flu. Mm-hmm. Because when you say, "Oh, my father died of the Spanish flu," or "My great grandfather died of the Spanish flu," oh, you know what date, location, all that mm-hmm. means from that name. So if you say, "Oh, my my uh, my brother died of the Chinese virus," I mean, in general, a couple mm-hmm. of years, people would be like, "Oh, we know that is." No, no, there's an official name, which is COVID.
1: Yeah, the COVID 19. Center and- for Disease Control and the Department of Defense have named it the. Um, Corona
0: slash SARS virus. Yeah, because
1: I, I guess it has some link back to SARS too.
0: It's in the same family. Yeah. Uh, SARS is a coronavirus as well. Yeah, um, which is in the same family as the rhinovirus and influenza to some yeah. extent, but it's closer to the cold than it is the flu. Um, anyway, so everyone's eating bats, people are getting locked up, China's going nuts. Everyone's sick. They're sending crap over to the U.S. There's diplomats coming in and out because it takes mm-hmm. between two to 14 days for people to see any symptoms, if they have any. You, you could easily just get the coronavirus and then carry it along Yep. and then supposedly lives on surfaces for hours, if not days, yeah. if not clean. So There's um,
1: new articles coming out on all the major news websites about how to clean your vehicle now.
0: Yeah, it's uh, it's weird. So
1: just pour Clorox on yourself,
0: something. <laughs> um, yeah, Best Buy. We we were wiping everything down this week, starting tomorrow. Customers won't be allowed in the store whatsoever. Yeah. Uh, everything's gonna be curbside pickup. So you got cough or sneeze. What are you doing? I wasn't
1: sure what was happening there.
0: Look like you're having a stroke through your nose.
1: <laughs> well. I was trying not to belch, and then I felt a, a yawn coming, and then I felt a tickle on my nose, so I was trying to calm it all. But thanks for bringing it up so the listeners know exactly what kind of face I was making.
0: Yeah, no problem, Dad. Um, so all this information and news is coming out right before the... Well, I mean, several months before the wedding, but no one was really making a big deal about it. Even even up to when I left mm-hmm. um, for the wedding, people kind of talked about it, and it was mentioned, but... You know, I didn't think anything too crazy about it, but it was all the way up to the wedding, the day of the wedding, um, when uh, yawning, um, when it's like the government just started shutting down stuff, like oh can't do this, can't do that, can't do this, can't do that, which kind of kind of sucked. And it was also cold in Kansas City, so our honeymoon uh, there. I didn't get to go on the tram downtown, which I was hoping for, but I did go to IKEA and I got to have uh, breakfast and hang out with some cool friends that came to our wedding. So James and Leah, shout out to you guys. So shout, shout, woop woop. Um, so I've been happily married for a week. I've also um pretty much are about to get quarantined for two weeks after being married. So um, why is that? Because <laughs> Best Buy is only doing thing things at a week at a time. I mean, you have to respect them to some a- aspects. They're going to pay their employees at least two weeks of their ten week average, which is more than what other places are doing and just firing employees. Mm-hmm but that's only guaranteed for 2 weeks. So I'm I'm not guaranteed anything. that could change my schedule tonight when I wake up. So I work 2 days tomorrow t- tomorrow and then Tuesday, then I work Friday and Saturday. Um, the rest of the week I'm you know doing whatever. I'm going to be at your place working a little bit but and also doing homework, but uh, you know it, all all between that there's no guarantee the store is going to stay open. Um if it doesn't stay open, well, at least they get another week. That's I'm guaranteed to get that ten-week average of pay. Mm-hmm. But there's no guarantee after that. Best Buy could say, "Hey, we're gonna open back up, or we're gonna close for another ten days, but there's no pay." You know, so that's, well,
1: that's yeah, that's happening all over the place. I, um,
0: which is why the government I want to strangle right now because I thought they were really gonna pass, um, the basic UBI, mm-hmm. the BU. U uh, B I, booby universal
1: basic income.
0: Yeah, the basic universal basic income.
1: <laughs> that sounds really the booby. The booby.
0: <laughs> Everyone needs booby. It's a basic i. It's the most basic version of a universal basic income. A U B I. Say that again. It's three times <laughs> fast. Basic universal basic income. <laughs> so the idea is that you have this really basic. Kind of idea of UBI, even though UBI says base, you know, universal basic income, mm-hmm. just as a base income, which is what it means by basic, but basic in the sense of the modern culture, of basic means like standard, low end, whatever.
1: This is the assumption that a thousand dollars is gonna save everybody's butt. The reality is, is if people would simply not spend all their money and put a thousand dollars in a savings account. They wouldn't have to rely on the government. Yeah, to and bail we, them we out. can
0: say that all we want, and I agree, but that's not going to happen. And that's just way up the. Line. We cannot expect people to do things that uh, rational people decide. I I think owning a gun is a very smart decision. Mm-hmm. I think it it will protect you. I think it's a good investment. Well, if uh, and someone storms the nation is it just murdering people left and right for like China or something, and you know, people don't have guns, And are going to be like, well, if you had a gun, this wouldn't be happening. You wouldn't be dying. Well, <laughs> it, that's not very productive, is it? Great. No. They don't have a gun. They didn't have the sense to get one. Now we have to do something about it to fix this problem we're in. Yeah. We knew that people weren't saving. Uh, the president's administration proved that uh, a year or two ago when he shut well, down the government for like two months.
1: There's no, yeah, there's no reason they didn't shut down the government.
0: For Whatever. Me. He shut it down for like 35 days or 37 days or what Okay, Google it. I don't know. It was shut down long enough that people were, like, taking dumps in their pants because they were so scared. People are making 100 a year yeah. and are living paycheck to that paycheck. That I don't
1: agree with you. Or, I mean, that I agree with you. Yeah. With. So
0: that, that showed because a huge portion of the United States— Well, why should we save
1: any money, right, when the average savings account is like 2%? Well,
0: yeah. Why do that? Yeah.
1: It's much better to take on debt, I guess. That's the way everybody thinks.
0: But To I, an extent.
1: I, um, I don't totally agree with the checks the government's going to send out because I don't want people depending on the
0: government. Well, I don't even think it's supposed to be depending on government. It's just, here's money. Because unless they want to pass a law saying, hey, but I will say landlords this, and mortgages are null and void for six it, months.
1: Well, the, the issue is is they're suspending them. They're suspending evictions, suspending utility payments depending on the state. This suspending rent payments, mortgage payments. Suspending. Which not means eliminating. in two months, I'm
0: going to have to pay all those three months yeah. all at one time. So
1: a whole bunch of people. And this is the same thing that happens every winter. or Around November 1st, because it's cold in Midwestern and Northern states, no utility can shut off anything that generates heat in someone's houses so they die. Yeah. And then along comes March, April, as soon as the temp- depending on the state, the temperature gets above a certain average, then the utility companies start sending those bills out and start shutting people's electricity off. Because now they're four months behind and they've racked up a couple thousand dollars in bills in some places. Um, and they can- there's no way for them to pay it because they just know that come this time of year, they're not going to get shut off. Then they start hitting up the social service, Uh, Agencies to try to get some of that paid down. And then they somehow can keep their electricity on for six months a year, basically. And then that month of October, they know they don't need to pay the bill because they're not going to get shut off, even though the average temperature has not hit that point yet. And around November 1st, boom, they're already one month behind. November, I got October, November, December, January, February, March. So six months of the year boom all of those utility payments hit a family at one time because they refused to pay anything on them because they're spending money on other stuff and,
0: and I'm not, I'm not disagreeing with that and
1: the same thing's going to happen with all these suspended rent and mortgage payments
0: and I'm not disagreeing with any of that um I'm just well,
1: but in the end if everybody's dependent on the government and a whole bunch of the our representatives and in, in the house and our senators want on the backside of these bills, where they're giving people money, uh, they want to make it permanent, which the f- country cannot afford.
0: Yeah, if they want to make it permanent, get rid of the. We, we've we've had this conversation yeah. before, so there's no reason to get to go rid big, of all the other. Services, get rid of everything, but
1: you know darn well they're not.
0: Yeah, I know they're not. And they they want to expand all this program. All programs. of us that
1: work hard are going to get taxed beyond belief to support all of this. Yeah, and are, the the only thing going for it is. That in 2008, when that downturn happened, how old were you then? 12?
0: 2008, I uh, would have been 10 years old.
1: 10 years old. So you kind of remember the upheaval that happened then.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So you, you had the presidential election. Bush signs TARP into play. Uh, Obama signs the uh, basically trillion dollar let's put people to work doing infrastructure projects, which was a joke. Because they were pouring blacktop on, basically states used it to improve roads they had already scheduled to improve. I saw it all over, I was living in Illinois then, saw it all over.
0: Which, I, you know what, I would feel better about right now is if, but, if the, the coronavirus wasn't so bad, just restart the Civilian Conservation Corps, you know, well, you well, could do it. You're going to make people work
1: for their money.
0: Yeah, so what? You got a job. Go do it, and you can build the infrastructure. You want to complain about roads sucking? Well, well, go. Here, fix yeah. roads.
1: Well, in 2008, the national debt was somewhere around uh, $7, 8000000000000 and so they spent basically $2 trillion plus quantitative easing to try to stabilize the stock market and the bond prices, so they added about 3 or $4 trillion to the debt then. So- they added about 30%, 30%, 40% to the national debt. Now, they're going to do the same thing this time. The difference being is that we're already $2, $23, $24 trillion in debt. So if they add 3 or $4 trillion this time, it's not going to be 30%, 40% added to the debt. It's going to be like, yeah, 15 20%. Right. So the hit's going to be less. But they're, they're basing it all on this uh, Keynesian modern monet, monetary theory that we can print money unlimitedly and it's not going to affect us. If, and, it, and, it, but, 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 and, and that the, is the a modern...
0: Well, no, no. The modern, the modern monetary theory is that you can keep printing money and keep giving money out and having all these essential services for free as long as you increase taxes like always increasing it because inflation will always change. The biggest problem that the mo- the modern monetary theory hits is that eventually a $2 can of Coke will become a $30,000 can of Coke. Yeah. So then you have Weimar to- Why more republic? Yeah. yeah. Well, then you just cut the zeros off and you just artificially say, hey, 30000 now equates to a dollar. The, the
1: problem is, is that the U.S. dollar- is it this, is the world, yes. It's I the g- world standard currency, and you cannot mess with it that way.
0: Yeah, right, and I agree. But modern monetary theory technically, in principle, on paper, works. On paper. Does it make sense? Do you want to use it in real life? No. no. Well, it's just like socialism, in, in a sense, on paper. Wow, that sounds cool. That sounds cool. Yeah, that that should work, yeah. But then you get, get into it, and you're like, oh, well, this isn't. I don't like paying 80% tax. I don't even like paying 20%. What is this? That's where you run to.
1: Yeah, the big thing was Trump was proposing not to have the um, income tax taken out of your paycheck for a couple months,
2: Mm
1: -hmm. uh, which I think is very positive. Yeah. But if they do that, a whole bunch of people are going to wake up to how much money they actually make and how much the government actually takes from their paychecks. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And I think that they've kind of put the kibosh on that because that might cause more of an uproar than anything else.
0: Well, we can finally say he cut taxes for the middle class. Yeah, well, something.
1: Well, this $1,000 or whatever, I don't even know what they're doing anymore. I've heard... So a multi- 1000 to
0: 4500 right now, it's kind yeah, of set at 1200 on, But
1: Here's the, the kicker. Um, ben Shapiro made a good point about this this week, that if you're a small... They're basing all this off your 2018 tax refund. So whatever you made in 2018, that becomes the um, baseline for whatever you get back from the government. So if you're a small business owner and you made $200,000 through your small business and your LLC, all that kind of stuff, and uh, you're probably just scraping by, you are out of the income bracket that will get you any money at all. And potentially now in 2020, with this coronavirus thing, your business just went out and you're not making any money. And so now you've got a double whammy that in 2018, you probably made too much money to get any money back from the government through this little booby tax or whatever you're calling. What did you call it? Booby? Booby. The booby tax uh, or the booby distribution. So... You're not going to get anything back from that because you made too much money in 2018. And on top of that, you're not making any money now, and potentially your business and is That was out. just
0: an idea, though, from a senator. That wasn't like, this is what it's going to be. Uh, that... Every Everything that I've heard and that i've seen is a matter of uh the decisions that from the reserve the federal reserve what they've talked about to the federal reserve has nothing will to do with you just let me speak? No. Can you just let me I'm not talking about the federal reserve as the government body, the social institution, the federal reserve is in charge of giving us money. I'm saying people from the federal reserve, right? People that the former heads and directors of it have talked and what they've talked about doing, and like, well, this is the way it should be doing. This is how it's probably going to happen, is that they're not going to try and individualize it because that was an issue they ran into in 08. When everyone was trying to get everything fixed over and smooth things down or whatever, fix things.
1: checks out the people in 08. The,
0: what they were trying to do is fix things and give stimulus packages and, well, what can your family get from taxes? Well, what can you get from benefits? And they were trying to like individualize it for what you make. And now they're just kind of like, no, if you're below this one part. Flat line. You're below that. Here's a check. Does not matter? Well, Does it matter if you're going to spend it? Doesn't matter if you're going to save it. You just drop it because the amount of time it'll take to make those plans and do that will take too long, and you will run into a bigger crisis in the end. So what I, from what I understand, there isn't there going to be a bunch of oh debate. Let's well, let's do that. Let's do that today. It was supposed to be the day that Congress just passes it and says okay, everyone just gets a thousand dollar check. Here you go. It's easy. There you go. Pay your rents. Pay your bills. Still,
1: if there's a cutoff line. The cutoff line was small... supposed to be
0: like, It has nothing to do with your taxes. It's just every American over 18 years of old of age. And it was the 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 what? Are, the secretary of Trump, the doctor dude, was like, yeah, I don't need to preface that if you make a million dollars a year, you wouldn't get this. You wouldn't get this check.
1: That's what. Um, that's what Trump wants. That's not what the House and the Senate are doing.
0: But you you can't look at it and say, well, this is the way Ben Shapiro said. This is what no, the, the I, Daily Wire.
1: That is not what I said. I said Ben Shapiro gave a good example of potentially what's going to happen.
0: Yeah, I, I don't think it's going to happen. I think they're just going to drop cash. If if they if they do agree to actually even do anything, I think they're just going to drop money and give everyone a check and say, here you go, don't die. The economy's <laughs> crashed. We're all dying.
1: Is that going to be in the memo line of the check? Don't die.
0: Yeah, it, it, everything's everything's going to hell in a handbasket, man. I, I just drove out of work yesterday
1: uh-huh.
0: to go home to my beautiful, smoking hot wife, the girl child, love her to death. Um, and I, I leave the parking lot of Best Buy and I was looking at one of my coworkers and it was like we just got fired or something. The store we we shut down everything. I mean everything in Best Buy. and We don't usually do that. For overnight stuff, because they'll be back in the morning at like 7 a.m. Everything shut down. Everyone, they lock the doors. Yeah, You know, it was like, it was like the store just shut down, shut down. Target's parking lot was empty. All the restaurants had empty parking lots. The stores had nothing going on. There's like no one on the road, even the interstate. I was driving 55 on in the interstate. Just, you know, because I was like, oh, I'll just cruise home.
1: <laughs> and there was like no one else. You can't drive 55.
0: <laughs> um but th- and then that's that's the thing is you're you're having that all around the nation it, eventually it's it's going to be more than a well just suck it up kind of thing it's going to affect the economy in a really big scale i know unemployment was up like 30% or something people filing for it which is huge um it's higher than it has been i think for like the past 100 years or something mm-hmm. um it's
1: going to be like well um There's reports that the Trump administration have been asking state and local governments to delay uh, reporting on unemployment statistics in their local areas. That doesn't sound good.
0: No, it doesn't. But what do you do? You know, again, (laughs) newbie theater industries, I I, I told Michelle, I think they're dead. I think we just watched uh, an American institution just die.
1: I, yeah. In, in, to I don't some aspects, expe- I, expe- I think you're right. In some aspects, especially smaller theaters in small towns, is they're probably going to go belly up. But the the bigger theaters in larger towns, there's always going to be um, people that want to go to a movie. I, I'll always want to go to a movie. So there will be, maybe they won't be as prolific as they used to be. And maybe in mid, mid-level markets, like where we live in the Quad Cities, Maybe because we only really have two theaters here: one on the Illinois side, Regal Florida, and
0: uh,
1: Cinemark, yeah, and one on the uh, Davenport side. And maybe in these mid-mark, mid-level market towns, you know, four or five hundred thousand people that they just don't exist anymore. Now, ten years ago, when digital started, um, they were supposed to, uh, if you went to a first-run movie. And they tried it test market wise in a few places. They upped the ticket price by like two or three dollars, and when you left the theater, you got a digital code. So you you went to the movie, but you were buying the uh, digital code as well. And I think if they do something like that, that'll help theaters. But
0: yeah, I I think um a subscription model. Yeah, I know which sounds sounds funny, but I. Look, you see Disney, it's got their new like weird troll movie, whatever it's called, some Onward or something. They're, it's going direct to be direct-to, I can't say DVD, what do you call it, direct-to-box? Well, I'll just direct, call it direct-to-box.
1: Direct-to-market.
0: Yeah, okay. Yeah, I'll say direct-to-box because everyone's got a little TV box to go to, you know, like my Apple TV, Roku's mm-hmm. Fire Sticks. It's a direct-to-box movie. I don't have one because I just- disp- You have a Roku. It?
1: It's It's built in my
0: TV. Right, but it's a Roku. It's a box. I don't have the little box. You do have a box. You also have a stupid fire. You're a little testy today. I'm fine. I swear. Okay.
1: Um, (laughs) That nice eye roll. Thanks. You've been around girl child too much. (laughs) What are you saying? She has a pretty aggressive pretty eye Pretty
0: eyes. She has very pretty eyes. But she also
1: has a very aggressive eye roll. Mm,
0: I love her very much, and I cannot wait to see her later. <laughs> We're going to watch a uh, movie. What? Uh, it's called uh, Something Spencer. Post Post Malone, the rapper dude, he's in it. Oh. It's got Mark Wahlberg.
1: Is this before or after he tattooed his face?
0: Oh, this is after. I think he looked better without the tattoos, but, um, you know, live your life, dude. That's what you want to do. You're mm-hmm. Jewish. Whatever.
1: Well, I do want to say to everybody, especially your age group, the 20-somethings. Okay. Not that we give out any investment advice, and we are certainly not.
0: Invest su- in Apple and Tesla right now. They're low. It's like 18 bucks, 30% down. Stop. It's not that you much. Finish invest, the disclaimer invest, invest. So we don't get
1: sued. We are not giving market advice, nothing like that. But I would say if you go on any website and look at the long term of the stock market, it always comes up. You are 45 years away from retiring. It's okay to keep money in the stock market. It will come back yeah, at some point in time. And probably it went up over the last four years, it's went up 30%. There's no reason to expect over the next four years that it won't go back up. That th- A lot of market people that I listen to and read their uh, blog posts and stuff expect it to come back fairly large percentage by the end of the summer if this stuff a lot of people are projecting that sometime around easter which is april 12th that the quarantine will be lifted everybody will be going back to whatever the new normal is uh there will still be covid cases but they won't will have flattened the curve quote unquote and all of that and that by the end of the summer the market's gonna regain a lot of what it lost so my personal feeling is right now is a great time. If I had a whole bunch of cash laying around, I'd actually be putting it in the stock market because it is going to come back. But um, it is a good time if you want to buy low and save and so you can sell it high when you retire. It's actually a good idea.
0: So, but so there, they retire in COVID 65 covid COVID 65 we're gonna
1: we're gonna label the years from here on next year is covid one
0: yeah well i had (laughs) my 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 co-worker made some comment about when i was talking about spanish flu earlier Uh he's like well they named it covid19 because 19 delineates that it was uh in 2019 when it came out so you you don't need to call it like the chinese virus to to, to, like determine when it happened which one you talked about. It, I said, well, come on, it's going to be called like co flu season for years to come. Cause you can get,
1: there is some a booster that, shot. Yeah, with... There is some thought that once they find a vaccine, this is probably going to be a
0: seasonal thing. Like yeah, most likely. Um, but since
1: we've, uh, eventually we'll have herd mentality about this. So
0: everyone's going to get COVID. It'll be fine. It'll be yeah. like in the flu. No one thinks about it. Uh, but he's like, it's called COVID-19. So, you know, anytime you call it COVID-19, people will know what it means. I'm like, in 2029, when someone says, hey, do you have COVID-19? They're just going to be like saying, hey, do you have the flu? It doesn't mean anything. It's just the name of the thing. Oh, it came out in 2019? Cool. <laughs> you know, what, what is, it doesn't mean anything. So just call it the Chinese virus.
1: So we do need to recognize that, one, The death. a lot of people are comparing death rates of COVID to the flu. Now, part of the issue with COVID is there's not enough testing kits to test people. And the test takes forever to come back. And there's a high potential long before the government started shutting down our system that COVID was already in the United States. So, like, uh, your mom knows somebody who probably has the coronavirus, but she's in her, she's around 40, has all the symptoms, they won't test her. Because they said, you're not that bad, so just go home. Let us know when you feel better. Quarantined for 14 days. Nice. So they're not even tested her. So when you look at death rates compared to the flu, they're they're using inaccurate data because many more people are probably infected by COVID than what the numbers say. But right now, the death rate for seasonal flu is one person in a 1,000 dies from flu. And they're saying okay. the death rate for COVID so far is 10 10 people per thousand, but it's probably going to drop once they really start testing people. Cause you'll see the amount of people that have COVID go up. And then that's divided into the number of deaths or the deaths will be divided into that. And you're, you're going to make the percentage go way down. But even if it's five per 10,000, it's five times uh, five. Even if it's five per thousand, it's still five times stronger than the flu as far as death rate so it is something you'd be concerned about they're also very concerned about the um, probability that this might mutate so but one story that just came out today that I'm really scared about you if you read any of the stories is that Italy's really slammed by this yeah 60 million people, they're having all kinds of problems. They have a high concentration of people that are sick from it. They just announced this morning that they are no longer going to help those over 60. So basically if you're a senior citizen in Italy, bye-bye. Yeah. If you get this, you're done. They're putting all the respiratory machines on younger people. Mm -hmm. There you go. Centralized health care. God bless you. And that's what people want in the United States is that kind of healthcare
0: program that's
1: going to make those kind of decisions for
0: is us. Is Italy centralized? Yes. Hmm.
1: It's a European style boondoggle. But that's my own opinion. Feel free to uh, message us wherever you like to let us know how terrible we are when we think about that kind of stuff. And with that. We want to take a moment to acknowledge all of our stream of consciousness listeners out there. We appreciate all of you for listening and adding to the value of this podcast. When you share your stream of consciousness with us, you're helping to produce the show.
0: If you have found value in this podcast, please visit anchor.com slash MCTOG to support the show and make a donation in the amount of value you have received. Donations help to keep us podcasting and make you a producer of the show. Yeah. Yeah. We want you to interact with each other as well as with us, so look for Man Child and the Old Guy Facebook page. Support links can be found through our website, www.bloodpumpmedia.com. You can also cross your streams of consciousness with ours by emailing us at bloodpumpmedia@gmail.com. at gmail.com.
1: Very good. You almost got that perfect. Except I, for you fell asleep there in the center.
0: I didn't fall asleep. I was just like, oh, maybe he's going to grab it.
1: <laughs> it. It's your part.
0: Yeah. You There's, know Kansas City has horrible roads? Yeah. There are like five lanes of traffic that divert left and right, and then decide to make a left turn all on in the interstate, going 70 miles an hour to like, okay, slow down, let's go 30, make a left turn. Okay, everyone, let's go. Um, you know, if you're in the left lane, you have people oncoming traffic coming, you know, merging on. You're in the right lane, there's oncoming traffic, and merging traffic what onto the you. The heck does that got to you're do? And then in the with... middle lane, it's like screw you, What because no one wants to go through the middle lane. What does people... that
1: got to do with anything we were just doing?
0: No, nothing. I just I really hate Kansas City's driving around Kansas City. It's stupid. Okay. And well, I had a, I had a homeless man. It cost me on my honeymoon. Well, and shortly after the wedding, he tried to get in the car. I had to call the cops. I had him arrested.
1: Well, I gotta play this because I I actually got it queued up right, and you went on this stupid. We'll
0: cross the streams. <laughs> cross the streams.
1: I love this plan. I'm excited to be a part of it. Let's do it. Yeah, I actually got it queued up right, and you went on this dang tangent this week.
0: Oh man, did you did you really you had it right?
1: Yeah, I was just sitting there waiting to do well, my last you know, little spiel there and
0: if, invite
1: if, people to share and tell others about the podcast and you started complaining about homeless people in Kansas City and bad roads.
0: Yeah, well, it's what you do in the centralized system, so. <laughs>
1: Jeez. So, yeah, tell everybody we you went to your honeymoon hotel, mm-hmm. and you parked in a parking garage, and then what happened?
0: Yeah, so we couldn't find what the parking garage was for the hotel. We found one just down the street, and we decided to pull in. It was like 15 minutes for free, so like whatever. We pull in. We park. As soon as we park, uh, I turn the lights off on my car. This homeless man starts walking in like, hey, man. Hey, dude. Hey. Hey. You going somewhere? And he walks over to the car, and Michelle's, like, about to get out of the car, and I lock it. What are you doing? I'm like, just stay in the car for a second. Well, I'm going in with you. And I said, yeah, just stay in the car for a second. Aren't we going inside? Just stay in the car for a second. Then she looks up, sees this whole band, like, walk up to the car, and then, you going somewhere, man? And I lock the doors again. I'm like, no. And he goes over to the back door and starts pulling at the handle. Just, <laughs> oh, can I come with I- – I need a ride. I need a ride. He's like banging at the door. I'm like, "Mm." no. He felt
1: like he was stoned or
0: something. That's just how his voice sounded. So I put the car in gear and he like walked away and he started walking out behind us and then he just kind of disappeared. And I saw him peek around in the other part of the parking garage. Someone else drove in and parked and he came over to them. They pulled out and they just left the parking garage. So Mm -hmm. what I decided was, well, we need to go inside and check in. There's 15 minutes for free. I'm not paying any more money to stay in this parking garage <laughs> uh, so we moved across the entire parking garage to the other side parked and I sat there and I'm like well okay I don't see him I know he's in this parking garage I don't know what he's doing and then we see him looking trying to get in unlocked cars um, they're just parked and I'm like okay we're calling the non-emergency police let them know what's going on call them and then they call me back saying hey you know hang out we're gonna be right there and the old man comes up to the car and he's trying to get in again. And I'm on the phone with the cops and I'm like, hey dude, uh, do you not? Nope. Woo woo, wee woo, wee woo, <laughs> wee woo. They're coming for you. And then you can hear the cops in the distance and they're calling me on the phone. Hey, do everything you okay? I'm like, yeah, he's walking out. This is what he looks like. A cop comes over with roll up sleeves and a coffee, Yeah, you guys just got married. Yeah, congratulations there, dude. Yep, yeah, yeah. Oh, today, like really, you're not just costumes, not just costumes. No. We just, we just got married. Oh, cool, man. All right, yeah, yeah. Come out here. Is that actually uh, the way out. he sounded? Yeah, pretty much, man. Yeah, come on, man. Was oh. he? Is it? No, man. No, no, no. Is no, no, pot no. I'm legal just, in not, Missouri now? I believe so. He's smoking his. Maybe I don't know. Yeah, he he just walks out. With he's got a his coffee. And he's just holding it. And, and they're asking. All right, sir. What are you doing today? Oh man, I just need to get a free ride, man. <laughs> just handcuffed old man on the sidewalk. I'm like, oh well, that's a. Did they tase him? Don't tase me, bro. I don't know. I don't know if they did or not. I just know they arrested this old man, and I had to pay $2 because I was there for 30 minutes oh, instead of 15 I know
1: that hurt your heart. Yeah. $2. It
0: but it was so happy to go to the hotel. that didn't have a pool, yeah. surprisingly. Well, it's an outdoor pool. And we'll... Still, it was fun. We got a suite, got upgraded to that. Got so upgraded that was cool. to a
1: suite, and uh, so you got to hang out for a few days. Yeah,
0: nice big balcony view of an office building next to me that I stood in front of. Yeah, butt naked. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, okay, you you know it's it's a hotel. You're assuming nobody was at work. Oh, I knew people were gonna be at work one of those days. Not everyone's telecommunicating, so I would just stand at the window and wait with a a smile on my face. Should I
1: tell the joke that's there? What is it? They didn't have a big enough Zoom on their phones to see your junk.
0: Wow, that's that was poorly delivered. Yes, it was.
1: Well, I just you know, the I I follow the Daily Mail over in the UK mm-hmm. and every once in a while there's video that's all blurred out of uh, people going at it in a office building. They forget to shut the blinds and all the big buildings in downtown London they're like everybody in the next building's over, everybody's got their cell phones and they just take video of these people going at it.
0: Yeah, they're <laughs> just like, All
1: right, here you go. Yeah, just kinda, they don't care, they're in the moment.
0: Yeah, modern society, beautiful, isn't it? Yes, that's right. Baby making karma. Well,
1: speaking speaking of work, okay, and all the people losing their jobs during this coronavirus scare, um, we need to remember our terrorists out there, because ISIS has advised all terrorists on the coronavirus and it, it asked them to avoid doing jihad in Europe for a period of time, while the is cor- this
0: the Babylon B?
1: No, this is uh, Fox News, actually, oh. and several other sources that uh, ISIS has put out on their websites to not do jihad in Europe right now and stay safe from the coronavirus.
0: <laughs> you think they'd be trying to weaponize it. And just, yeah, get the coronavirus right. and then just run through a mall and start spitting on people. That's go.
1: so so dumb. Uh, the Odell Award this week really goes to this guy who... Was arrested in a cold case from nineteen ninety one. He he did twenty uh, three and me <laughs> and sent his uh you know his swab in, mm-hmm. and the police said not knowing that uh, the police are able to look at that DNA swab because they're sharing that stuff. And uh, guess what? He got arrested because they had DNA from back then. They just never could match it until now.
0: Yeah, this is why I said I'm going to sue my sister, uh, send her a cease and desist if she does one of those 23andMe ancestry things, because she's the only other person that has DNA closest to mine, mm-hmm. and uh, I, own, I own my DNA, so I, I don't give consent for her to do that. She's nope. essentially giving away my DNA as well.
1: So. Okay, well, we'll see how that works. Yeah. Now another interesting Corona thing that not a lot of people have talked about, um, in the midst of Europe having all of this stuff, uh, the annual French Smurf rally happened. In what the- is that? <laughs> well, there's a bunch of people that dress up like Smurfs in France. <laughs> Three thousand five hundred people dressed as Smurfs over the weekend, uh, the week week before your wedding, actually. We must not stop living. It was a chance to say that we are alive.
0: No, no, you do. We must not stop living. <laughs> it was a chance to say that we are alone.
1: Yeah, the the gathering came the day before France banned all gatherings of more than a thousand. Of course, that's been upgraded now. And uh, But all of these people, you go on to the show notes and take a leak, there's a nice picture of a whole bunch of blue people, <laughs> big daisy flowers. Okay. I get people want to get together and do their thing, but Smurfs? Really?
0: Is it popular in France?
1: Well, they love Jerry Lewis. Who?
0: (laughs) Ah! I'm that
1: guy. Uh, Jerry. The old Jerry. He did the Jerry Lewis tel- Labor Day telethon for you. I'm
0: that guy. I don't even, they don't even do telethon. They stopped doing telethons by the time the internet came they out. They still on, do
1: telethons.
0: Like, come on. Let's talk, come on. Yo. No. Yeah.
1: Stop. You know Jerry Lewis.
0: Jerry Lewis. You see the. Um... Come on. i see a picture of him and be like, oh, no, dude. I don't, I don't, who, who the heck is Jerry? I'm um, the, old, the old guy, the, the, the nutty professor. He's the nutty professor.
1: The original
0: nutty professor. Dude, you could have just said that. The nutty professor, well, the original, yeah. the nutty professor. I got the weird looking nose and mouth, and I'm kind of old and dead now. Yeah, well, well, ah. he died in
1: 91, but uh, anyway, they love Jerry Lewis for some reason.
0: All right. Well, whatever works mm-hmm. for them. We like Mr. Bean. Yeah, that's true. Yeah.
1: Um, Dr. Drew who's been kicked off several news stations now, uh, but he was on Fox News a couple weeks ago, and he's still and he's still doing this. The he media is making a bigger issue. Yeah, the, the media pandemic. is making a bigger issue over this pandemic than it needs to be. Now, that doesn't mean we don't take this virus seriously and all of that, but for goodness sakes. They're, I,
0: they're like, you know, grab your wives, grab your kids, go yeah, home, lock all the doors, shoot your neighbors. Rob them, take their toilet paper, shove it up your butt, and hope for the best. And th- that's that's the way the media is presenting it. Government, states, federal—they're all like, "Hey guys, just relax. Yeah, you know, we're doing two-week quarantines to make sure everyone's doing okay." Right. Media's like, "Well, gotta die, right?
1: Yeah, uh, you got sniffles. Chop your head off. Might as well just get it over with now. I mean, yeah. that's the way they're acting. It's just crazy. And in th- some of the stations like Fox." Is even you know usually Fox is a little more tempered than like CNN or mm. MSNBC, but they're just as wackadoodle. And HLN is wackadoodle. I, they're all uh, like is ABC. HLN
0: really news?
1: Well, it's CNN's like uh, are they a CNN outfit? I, yeah, I think they're associated with CNN. Yeah,
0: well, and yeah,
1: so there's uh, Byron York, who's a longtime political. Um, newspaper person writes a lot of column opinion pieces and all of that he makes note of something that was interesting to me um a week ago and i think it's going to play out even in the even in spite of the coronavirus Uh now i don't know not many people actually watched the debate
0: last week i heard it was a disaster
1: oh it was nuts it was like um the only thing I can think of... And I think somebody... I may have heard it someplace, but it's what I was thinking anyway. It's the two old guys in the Muppet balcony. Yeah, I, w- I was going to watch was it. It was completely a farce.
0: Yeah, I was going to watch it Saturday night um, after the wedding. Like, <laughs> well, yeah, I was. I was just going to sit in bed and watch it. It'd be fun. Um, <laughs> and I could sit down and just tell Michelle what's going on. We can make film together. But then it, they got postponed to Sunday, and I was like, eh, not happening.
1: Yeah. So Byron York says... Biden has spent 36 years in the U.S. Senate, and nobody who has spent 36 in the years in the Senate has ever been elected president. In fact, nobody who has spent 30, 25, 20, or 15 years has ever been elected president. Ever. Well. The, only, the last senator to get elected president, of course, in 2004 was Barack Obama, but he was only a senator for a very short time,
0: he 2 like, years. Yeah, I was going to say it was really short. Even when I was, he was elected when I was a kid when we were living in Illinois and yeah. he like well, didn't do anything. So he's in
1: office 2 years, then his third year he ran for president. Yeah. And so those kind of senators have made it into the presidency, but no other senators that have uh, been around in the Senate that long have ever made it. So I think that is another nail in the coffin for Biden.
0: Well, well, I mean you think biden's just gonna croak or you know, wh- wh- what do you think at this point is biden's gonna get the democrat nominee because
1: oh yeah he's because gonna, he's,
0: gonna, he's get gonna get the gonna points get is, uh, is bernie, bernie gonna drop out or is he just he's gonna keep going
1: no i think bernie wants a say in the convention however the conventions are gonna work this year he's he's gonna you want up, to be president you will make me vp yeah i mean he's gonna get enough uh vote enough delegates to have some say in the platform Mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff. Um, so that's what he really wants. He wants a say in stuff. And he's going to stay in it till the end. People are still sending him money.
0: No, oh, yeah. There's so, hard, very hard-line people mm-hmm. that are like Bernie or bust. So
1: Yeah. I, so people are still going to be voting for him. He's still gaining delegates in the primaries that happened last week. He didn't get a lot of delegates, but he got more. And as long as he keeps getting more delegates, he, he wants to carry those to the... That's my opinion. He wants to carry him to the convention. He knows he's not going to be the nominee. The super delegates in the Democratic process are not going to allow him to be the nominee. But he is going to have enough delegates to make a strong case for what he wants in the Democrat platform moving forward. Mm-hmm. So.
0: He'd probably inspire a lot of other people like Mike minded mm-hmm. too. Yeah to run for him.
1: That's right. So uh, our next uh, political story is this whole thing about Chris Matthews having to resign from hardball. Now he made some crazy uh, metaphors. He
0: compared couple... Bernie's rise to Nazis. Yeah, invading it, France.
1: And it's Chris, Chris Matthews has been on the air for like 40 years. Um, he's 74. He's from a different generation. He uh, is from the generation that flirts with girls and so hey,
0: broad why haven't i fallen in love with you yet? right
1: saying things like that and he's saying it in a way that is supposed to be um a positive kind of saying but of course in this generation now the millennials they take it in a very negative way so you can't That whole, you can't tell a woman she's beautiful anymore. No, no, no,
0: you can. You you can't say, hey, you look very nice today. You have to say,
1: hey, you look very
0: nice today, girl.
1: Well, you also have to be good looking. Yeah. If you're good looking, you can say pretty much any comment like that to a woman and they take it okay. But if you're Harvey Weinstein or a 74-year-old Chris Matthews, you're pretty much written off and now you're just thrown under the bus. Yep. This guy... I've I've never agreed with him politically, although I've always found him funny. And my favorite line of his is when he started getting the tingle in his leg because Obama was getting elected president. Uh, got a tingle in. My, it's just funny. The guy's very animated. He's great TV, and uh, no matter whether you agreed with him or not, I watched him every once in a while because I thought he was funny. Um, but he's gone now, and we're the country is worse for it. I think because even though he's far left of what I am politically and his opinions and such, he still would talk. To, he's one of those guys that would still talk to people on the other side of the aisle mm-hmm. without, I sometimes he would kind of shout them down and, but he had his facts straight and at least he'd have a conversation with them, uh, which, too much anymore. That's and like just
0: Don not, Lemon. It's like, yeah, you're racist. Just you're racist.
1: Yeah. So I, uh, I think the country and news media is worse off because of that. So, um, another crazy story out of
0: Florida. Another one.
1: Yeah. Well, every time we have an episode, there's a crazy story
0: out of Florida, right? Yeah. <laughs> so another one.
1: So. This one is
0: A Florida man killed sleeping couple, enlisted stepdaughter, her boyfriend, buried bottles bodies and swap, says Sheriff.
1: Yeah, alleged this is all allegedly.
0: Allegedly. Yeah. So Air Todd,
1: Todd Michael Jackson thirty four was taken into custody without incident and charged with two counts of first degree murder and the deaths of Raymond and Crystal Klein. Uh Raymond thirty three Crystal uh, thirty seven. Uh, were killed by this guy investigators discovered their badly decomposed bodies on florida after learning that a suspicious 19 year old woman was trying to sell their truck for 200 dollars it's pretty cheap yeah so this story just gets so stupid well you don't know why the owner didn't need the truck any longer (laughs) judd this is what so the, the daughter, the one that helped bury the people in the swamp, she's out selling the truck and she's telling people, I don't really know why the owner doesn't want the truck anymore. We're just selling it for him. And it's the dead people's truck.
0: This is the sketchy. sheriff
1: saying, well, you don't know why the owner didn't need the truck any longer because he's dead. He was murdered. And she was actually telling people that the victim had been shot in the head and was dead and they needed to get rid of his truck.
0: He's a dead man with Sean back to hell. when need to get rid of his truck now.
1: Yeah. So after she was trying to sell this truck, the sheriffs went to their house, um, and she admitted that she helped her boyfriend and uh, his stepdad hide the bodies in the backyard and led the investigators to the swamp where they buried these people. <laughs> she said her stepfather was angry because... Raymond Klein owed him owed him money, and so he broke into their house while they were sleeping, and they and he shot him.
0: How much money? I want to know. Is, yeah, is it a I couple bucks? Too. Is it a couple grand?
1: Mm. Yeah, the, the story here doesn't say it, but this is just another wackadoodle story out of Florida, and it part of this is because they have swamps; you can just dump bodies in. Mm-hmm. Now, swamps aren't usually very deep, so that's why they can find the bodies pretty fast. But Even crocodiles. So, the next story is one that I want to get your opinion on. Uh, this is one of those study finds, things that I've been kind of um, interested in the last few months. The uh, This is that millennials basically can't take care of themselves. Okay. Uh, and so... My system just jumped over. Okay, let's get back up there. Come on. All these ads keep popping up. So Generation Helpless. Many millennials can't change a light bulb by themselves, the survey finds. So has the quintessential handyman become a thing of the past? Homeowners used to take pride in repairing and maintaining their homes all by themselves, but a recent survey of 2,000 young British adults finds that many still need assistance with the simplest of tasks like changing a light bulb what do you think about
0: that um i got a couple of things to go on that mm-hmm. um i can see why that is at uh, the um part of it is uh your generation part of it's part of the boomer generation
1: what what did my I, generation I'm not, like?
0: I'm not blaming you personally i'm just saying that those are the generations that are in charge of the cool school systems those are the generations oh, okay. in charge of parenting yeah. got that. that you know they removed a yeah, lot of the, blowing that stuff yeah, They're, you know they they blew the education system to teach people how to do home economic kind of things. Uh, then you have other issues where um you know people aren't buying homes like they used to. Um, and a lot of the places you go to, you can't do your own things in the apartments. You have to call someone else to do it. Like many of the apartments the millennials live in, you don't change the doorknob, you don't change the uh the windowsill, you don't change the the light bulb. You call a maintenance man, they do it for you. That's what your lease says. So then finally you get a home and you have no idea what you're doing. Because yeah. everything in society is built and so ingrained in you in a certain way, you don't know how to do it because you've never had to and you weren't allowed to do it. Um, and then DIYing. Well, I love the DIY stuff.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: But at the same time, why DIY a, a really cool iPad stand to hold my iPad to do this stuff when I can just spend 20 bucks and get something on Amazon? The idea of having DIY was not just to save money. It was to, um, you know, create something functional that you couldn't get otherwise. Over the decades, it's become this movement of blah, 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 this values. Well, when it started, it wasn't about values. It was just, hey, I need to get my my kitchen fixed. I I don't know how to do it. So I'm going to buy this book that says DIY for 1955 and hopefully – I can fix my kitchen without going in
1: debt, or watch a bunch of YouTube videos,
0: <laughs> which is what I do. I mm-hmm. you know I can't say I DIY stuff on my cars. I do my best to do my own mechanical work, but everything in society is built that someone else owns, and you're just renting. You it's it's cheaper to purchase a new Chinese product than it is to do that. So mm-hmm. while I think a light bulb is a bit of a stretch, um, but then again, you know LEDs that last for ten years. You, some of those kids, maybe they changed the light bulb when they were like six, and uh, <laughs> they're 16, yeah. and they, they don't remember changing just it. just
1: don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I've always prated myself on teaching you and your brothers how to do stuff. Yeah. And um, at a minimum, I've induced in you no fear of diving into things and taking it apart. You don't always get it back together perfectly, but you none of you or your brothers have a fear of get it grabbing a wrench. Te- tearing things up and when things don't work out figuring out a way to make them work out so um, i've always up. felt good as a dad no one um that you boys can do all that you, case in point both of your brothers one rents a house and one owns his house uh but they're they don't fear about working on their cars to your your, your um middle brother and the older brother built the shed in the back of the house of the one that owns the house. Um, your middle brother just redid his basement to to uh, make a neat area down there. Um, so there's just no fear. He laid the flooring, tore up carpet, laid the flooring, yep. did all that kind of stuff. His brother helped him put the molding in down there and, and the flooring in. So there's no fear about doing that stuff. And you're the same way. And I think that's a good thing. But there is this issue that there's a lot of late 20, 30-somethings that are kind of like oblivious to how the world works. Yeah. And that, um, now I do that spending the money, it may be better for you just to do it yourself. Now, like your middle brother, he, he wanted to save the 70 bucks of installing his dishwasher. Something I told him just have the company do it. But while I was in Omaha, I helped him do it. But he spent a lot of time. He had to go to the hardware store a few times to get different parts. We got it in eventually, but it would have been a lot easier just to have somebody else do that. But it is an experience to do it once, and then you realize how long it actually takes, and then you can spend money. I guess the the value of the seventy dollars becomes. Oh, yeah, more it's
0: expensive. like rotating tires takes. A long time, especially when you have mm-hmm. one jack. Yeah, and you're by yourself. Right, and you don't have a breaker bar. It yep. takes a long time. You know mm-hmm. what? I'll like get my changed. Yeah, I'll spend another twenty bucks get the yeah. tires rotated. Go ahead. Yeah, and they
1: do it in like ten minutes when it takes you like an hour and a half.
0: Yeah, I'm like, yeah, I can get do everything <laughs> done. In twenty minutes. Mm, that's worth it.
1: Yeah. So we've got uh, the next thing I wanted to talk to you about is I don't have you seen the video where all the different stars are singing John Lennon's Imagine.
0: I haven't seen it. I've seen a lot of stuff about it. I don't even remember what, what, what song that is. Imagine.
1: Imagine all the people. Uh, I'll look it up here real quick. Yeah, right. I got you. Yeah, just look it up on
0: your phone. Hey Siri, say John Lennon's Imagine. Come on, <laughs> come on, Siri. Play Imagine by John Legend. No, John Lennon. Oh, whatever. That is not <laughs> what the heck is that? Play Imagine by John Lennon. John Legend. So it's a. Oh 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 okay. Yeah. Why are they? doing this well they were
1: trying to give people hope
0: a hope about what a communist revolution <laughs>
1: right so larry the cable guy jumps on them about this uh if you go on the show notes uh you can click on what larry the cable guy says uh, but all the stars like gail Gadot, who plays wonder woman they're like we're all in this together, and we're doing this to help support each other and encourage people. And Larry the Cable Guy sends out a tweet and says, Here's a message from people with a lot of possessions that can take a year off of work and not flinch telling everyone out of work to imagine a world with no possessions while people are living in the street half a mile away from them.
0: <laughs> yeah, Kudos, Larry. He's not wrong. Yeah. we have all these millionaires
1: he just says this really p-i-s-s-e-s is me off
0: they're clueless
1: yeah most of us don't have any savings paycheck to paycheck and he just basically says they're clueless
2: (laughs) well
0: you know they got millions of dollars i'm sure they could spare a million or a couple thousand just to give None to the shelter just go door to door here's a thousand here's some money you know i don't know do something other than sing a stupid song
1: right i that's virtue signaling at its highest oh
0: we did that we took time
1: out of our busy schedules which you're not doing anything because hollywood shut down and owned by china anyway and uh we took like all this time to put together this video to bring you hope thanks thanks Hope ain't gonna buy me dinner yeah. right now. You know, maybe five bucks will. So I'll get your gas. Yeah. Um. I. But kudos to Larry, the cable guy, for calling. Larry is now at a at a status in his
0: life where he. This is always he's the, old. He can say whatever the heck he wants. No well, one's but gonna touch but he's
1: also got enough following that if he start he he's not going to be taken out of the system. No, you can't. Right. Ta- you can't if take
0: he, the cable guy out of Larry. Right.
1: So you, if he was just starting out right now there's no way he could make that yeah that case but he's got a foundation he's he's made millions of dollars if he goes and has a show someplace people are gonna buy tickets because people love him so he's at a point in his career where he could make that statement and kudo for him for doing it because there's a lot of people a lot of stars out there that feel the same way that there's no way they're gonna make that kind of statement um course he backed it off a little bit later and said i'm not talking about the stars and all them making this this video i'm just talking about the concept of it that it just really is
0: stupid stupid
1: yeah so um as you know i am opposed to drones mm-hmm. in general they're drone. gonna fly
0: over the u.s at some point we're bombing the middle east at some point they're gonna be flying yeah. drones over we're us, killing bombing people us. left
1: and right in africa even in the midst of the coronavirus Uh, But the U.S. Navy has just uh, finished plans for a robot submarine, which would be able to kill without human control. Um, This scares me to death that we would have anything in the sky or under the water that's floating around killing indiscriminately because of A.I. Mm. Now, I've seen all the Terminator movies twice,
0: they all die.
1: <laughs> There's issues with artificial intelligence. I, It's a, a looming fear in the back of everybody's head, which is why it comes out in movies like that. Um, then they have the they have the gall to call the Project Claws. Claws. Um, because, well, we're, I lost where the name Claws came from.
0: Uh... Anyways, so it's called clause. Yeah, what would they
1: shoot? Anyway, yeah, it's called clause. I don't see the thing there, but I don't want anything going around killing other human beings or blowing up anybody's property, even if it's another country's property, without uh, with going on the basis of some logarithm saying, yeah, this is a good idea. I think that's stupid.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And I don't like... I understand why they make those things, because on our side of the fence we're not putting humans in jeopardy but these things are just killing so the drones the united states have up are killing so many people and so many innocent bystanders i it breaks my heart and i i'm i am a proud patriotic american who loves this country but this is one of the things about our country i do not like yeah in a serious way um So, another little thing about COVID. It seems like every other story today has been COVID. Um, Cough, cough. Yeah. Into your elbow, please. Uh, So, this is starting to happen around China, that Chinese nationals who are criticizing President Xi's response to the coronavirus are disappearing. Who knew?
0: Wow. And so, the last...
1: Yeah, the... What in
0: communist China? People no, disappear? No, no, it's the People's Republic of China. Oh, it's they, no, other
1: communists. No, no, the million Muslims that are stuck away in those concentration camps. The
0: geeks? Oh, no, they're just no. going to school. They're they go to school. They know. are not, not te- in prison. We're not testing not things prison. on them.
1: We're not. We're not doing. They're things
0: fine. They're fine. Right. No, no worry. No oh, worry. Yeah. They, Have some dog. <laughs> Rat, Fresh. Fresh bat, have bat rat. The bat rat is fresh. The caught <called> penguin. <laughs> so
1: this guy's name in China was the Canon. I can't pronounce his name, but his first name's Ren. Um but he's Ren
0: a- Z-Qing. Z-Qing. Yeah, Ren sure. Ren
1: Ziquing. He wrote a scathing essay about President G G and uh, how he's a power hungry clown. <laughs> and how he's jacked up the coronavirus um, defense and, and all of that, and uh, he is now missing in action. Nobody knows where he is.
0: I wonder what happened.
1: And he is a communist party member. So, well,
0: everyone's a communist. You don't live in China, and you're not part of the communist party mm. block downtown. Mm. Woohoo! Bring your boombox. It's just the Soviet anthem.
1: So this this statement here. Turns up in a lot of stories about people missing missing in China. His whereabouts was unclear on Saturday, and the police in Beijing do not did not immediately respond to a request for comment. Because they're probably the ones that grabbed him. Yeah.
0: Hey, communism's fun and cool as long as you play by the rules. Once you don't play by the rules, yep, we don't know the rest of the poem because uh, <laughs> the bourgeoisie came and got him.
1: So our positive end note this week is about the Minecraft Craft Library.
0: Minecraft.
1: Minecraft.
0: (laughs) Minecraft. If you don't know, Minecraft is the most popular game in human history ever. And it continually is growing and growing and growing.
1: Let's see. 1.2 million active players every month.
0: One third of the United States population is playing Minecraft.
1: (laughs) Well, not just here, but. But it, the the neat thing is, is this is one of those games that spans all age groups.
0: Oh yeah, I I I still play Minecraft. Mm-hmm. I started playing it when it was when uh probably in twenty twelve. Yeah, maybe. when you're like when I, when I first got the whenever the well, Asus it's only been Nexus
1: ten years.
0: Yeah. So whenever the Asus and... Nexus came out, that tablet, and we took a trip to Florida. That is when mm-hmm. I because I remember I saved all my money and I bought it. and It was like the coolest thing ever. I bought that guy. And um, I, it came with like a twenty-five dollar gift card. Well, it was like twenty-four bucks to get Minecraft. There so I go. used it. And I bought Minecraft, and for hours on hours on hours, I played Minecraft on that tablet just constantly. Mm-hmm.
1: And, and you yeah. loved it.
0: I loved it, and it kept me busy. It was creative. Mm-hmm. Um, there's no, it's not mind-numbing like stupid I mean for some people it might be but in general there's no like story it's just you have two modes survival where you just try and build and not die from creatures killing you and there's night cycles and you go hungry and you can drown and then there's creative where mm-hmm. uh, creative's where you have all the elements unlocked you can fly around build things which is where the story comes from where yeah. people on an open server that anyone can access mm-hmm. um, built a basically a 2020 library of a- Alexandria
1: yeah so I... Let's see. Remember them... Uh, 12.5 million blocks it took in three months to build uh, by a whole bunch of people. The, the little floating island it's on is pretty amazing. Um, so it took 24 builders from 16 different countries and more than 250 hours building the library. And... Uh, It's pretty awesome. I mean, as far as Minecraft things go, it's very detailed. There's lots of trees, nice little parks to walk through. But the really cool thing is, is that inside of this library is PDFs of all these books that have been banned by different authoritarian regimes around the world. So as, um, and since it's an open server, anybody who's in those countries can get into this library and read some of those things. That have been censored by the government.
0: I I mean I think there's several million titles because it's it's basically mm-hmm. the entire Library of Congress, plus other nations that have similar catalogs. Just just an aggregate of all of them together. So the way it would work, you go on the inside of it, and then you can click on um, blocks that have titles, and then mm-hmm. uh, like a file basically just shows up. It's a PDF. You can just read it right there in Minecraft.
1: Yeah, yeah it's really if you go on to the um, really actually a beautiful building that they built as far as minecraft goes and um yeah it's just really neat that people people took the time to do this and that it's open to people who basically are in um countries that are doing modern day book burning yeah and book banning and um that hate, I hate it when people talk about getting rid of books for whatever reason. And people are doing it right now in our country and it's stupid. There is a little YouTube video at the end on a, a link there. I don't think it's, maybe it's not YouTube, but it's a little story there that you can click on too and watch. Uh, but regardless, you know, it's a pretty good thing that uh, people were able to do this. And um, I, I think it's really positive because... The more information that can get out there to people, the better. Amen. So, Willow, that's about it for today. We'll be broadcasting from the basement again soon. Um, manchild doesn't live here anymore, so we got to no. schedule this a little yeah, bit better. Yeah.
0: But I'm the old guy. And I'm the manchild.
1: Don't forget to cross this stream of consciousness with others, as we've done with you. Until next time, don't fall up and down elevator.
0: And remember, if I don't make it back, I'm probably in quarantine.
1: God bless you. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye.
2: com.